Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Good evening. Welcome in to the Believe in Monsters podcast, a podcast about the Chicago Bears, presented by the Believe Network. Big thanks to the Believe Network for putting us on. Joe Gaither, Chris Krogman, and Lucas Berry all hanging out with you guys tonight to talk some Chicago Bears football. Make sure you give us a follow at BIM underscore pod on the Twitter machine and at Believe in Monsters podcast on the Facebook side of things. We are here to break down an awful Sunday night game and really turn the page and move on into week number three for our Chicago Bears. The Bears lost 24 to 10, 24 to 7, 24 to 10. 24 to 10. Uh, on Sunday night football with two minutes left in the game, I unfortunately said no more for me. Um, because I, I just couldn't take it anymore. But we will get into all things uh, Packers and all things Houston Texans and how they relate to our Chicago Bears tonight. Before we do, though, Luke, great to see you again. We missed you last week. You feeling a little better, sir? Yeah, finally. It's been uh, a week of not feeling great, but I'm back, back with it. Feeling good. How you guys doing? I'm sad. That was a tough game. Yeah, definitely a tough game. They need to stop putting it on prime time. It just sucks for Bears fans, honestly. Like, they like doing it. They like torturing us. My, my my dad, who's a neutral, texts me in the middle of the game. It was still early. Oh, Bears, Packers, Lambo at prime time. This is awesome. And I said, no, it's not. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> I'm indifferent. It's been it's been too long. I'm and been a Bears fan since you're nineteen forty five. Since you guys were in diapers. Or un unborn, I should say. <laughs> At least just stop showing until Rogers retires. Why? I mean, it's it's the most historic for, uh you know, rivalry in, in sports. They're not gonna stop that. They need to. They need to balance that out more, rather than just use it as an Aaron Rodgers slurping tool. They should give us a thirteenth player whenever we play them on prime time. Maybe Chris Collinsworth could be our thirteenth player. <laughs> oh, here's a guy. Here's a guy who would need a wheelchair to get himself <laughs> on the field. Uh, like honestly, my my biggest annoyance with the with the the announcing and Collinsworth actually did an okay job of trying to talk about some of the positives for the bears this time. I tried to be as objective as possible because I can't stand him, but like, they're so fucking repetitive. Like they, I must've heard Aaron Jones got eight touches 
at least 15 times Sunday night. It's like, okay, we get it. They didn't get him the ball enough last week. They're getting them, him the ball a lot this week. This is how it always has gone. Mix it up a little bit. Talk about, you know, Alan Lazard coming back from injury. Talk about, you know, they talked about Jenkins all the time, but that dude fucking held a shit ton, and he tried to kick uh, Robinson twice on one play. He kicked his kicked at his front leg and kicked at his back leg. You can't do that. That's called tripping. It's not legal. What the like? Ah, I just, I hate this. Yeah, I hate it was this gone so bad for for so long. Like I I was probably twenty one years old the last time it was Bears in the Bears' favor. Mm. Yeah, you know, it, like it, did you hear that it, stat at the beginning when Rogers took over? We were up by like twenty some fucking games or twenty five games in the rivalry. And he's gone like something stupid, like twenty-eight and six against us. Like it's just gross, gross. Yeah, it's a uh, it was another poorly officiated game as always, but not that that really had no difference in the outcome. But just again, annoying to watch that the refs can keep doing this dumb stuff. They need to get fined severely. I just that. Then nobody would ref. That non-touchdown, the block in the back on the punt, the holding they picked up that was like bear-hugging him from behind. <laughs> Just unreal. Like, like, what do you think they should do there? Because they got the sack, and it, it, it was more beneficial for them to take the sack and them to lose the down. They still have to but throw like, the there's, lot, there's lots of penalties that get added on to plays. Like, Maybe like the Bears should have the opportunity to add five and take the penalty or and take the play or whoever, you know, if they're going to, if you get the sack and there's a hold, maybe you get both. Cause like the offense always gets like both, right? Like if there's a personal foul on a play, they get both. They get the results of the play plus the extra five yards or whatever. Here's a question I have for you guys. Um, on the Justin Fields touchdown run, that was not called a touchdown. It was a turnover on downs. Why did the Bears have to challenge that? Isn't it aren't all turnovers reviewed automatically? And we lost a challenge on that and lost a timeout. Why did would do you, am I did I am I misunderstanding the rule? Because I swear I've seen it where a turnover on downs was reviewed because it was a turnover. I don't know if a turn does a turnover on downs count the same as like a fumble or an interception. It's a turnover. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they I feel like they don't count it as that. It's all a moot point regardless. We got we got crushed. Yeah, the main point is the the pack I mean officiating I mean we start with officiating cuz it makes us sad. But let's look in the damn mirror and the Packers punched us in the face over and over and over again. We and did get we, we did get one haymaker in, right? And then after that it was just like we didn't know what to do. Well I mean I mean I mean I mean with the with the Packers offensive philosophy of run, 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 run off tackle, run, run, run up the middle, run and zone, run, run, run. And it was white jersey with their ass on the ground 
Roquan Smith back to the air and 12 yards, you know, 12 yards down the line of scrimmage. Like they kicked our tail. And, 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 and yes, I picked the Packers to win on the podcast and, or no, I picked the bears to win on the podcast, but I, I, you know, I was going back three, five, six weeks ago when we did our win loss and I've always I'd always all year long chalked up that game to be a loss. So like, I was trying to keep that in perspective as I was watching it, but it wasn't the fact that it wasn't the fact that they beat us. It was the fact that they punked us the whole game. Offensively speaking, the defense got pushed down six, seven yards of carry down the field over and over. Like Aaron Rodgers didn't even really beat us. I mean, he had a couple of, he had a couple of really special throws like he always does. Yeah. But, Man, he really didn't beat us. The Packers just came out and blocked us up front, man on man, and pushed us off the ball all night long. And so that's what really pissed me off is the way that we got beat. I, You know, looking back at some of the stuff we talked about all offseason and the lack of talent on this team, uh, you know, 33 new players, uh, Justin Jones being the big signing, I guess, on defense. He had some nice plays, you know. Obviously, he's not a superstar run stuffer. Uh, you know, the guy that asked for to be the highest linebacker, highest paid linebacker in football, forgot to show up. Mom, turn this episode off like, like last week. He played like a fucking pussy. Well, he's not – He's. I mean, this is the same stuff they talked about him coming out of Georgia. He's not strong. He's not big. He's fast. You know, he's sideline to sideline fast. He's very much how, you know, when Erlacher came into the league, they had two big, huge defensive tackles in Ted Williams and somebody else. I can't remember. Ted Williams? Yeah, that's his name. Not the baseball player. I know you're – We had a tackle named Ted Williams? <laughs> Pretty sure that's his name. I could be wrong. Anyway, Tank Tank Johnson. No, you you listen, listen, baby bear. Ted Williams. I don't know who they kept calling them, baby bears. Um, but <laughs> they would block the offensive linemen essentially, or sustain guys up front in two gap systems, and Erlacher could run sideline to sideline until Erlacher got big enough and strong enough to to fend guys off. And I don't think that'll ever be Roquan's game. You know, he won't be as – he's not 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, he doesn't have the body frame to put on the muscle that Erlacher did uh, and keep that speed. So he's not going to fill this this role. He's not going to become Lance Briggs overnight. He's – I don't know. I don't know if he fits this defense. I don't know if he's – he looked slow. He looked washed. He looked weak. Like you said, Joe, he played like a pussy. Not only that, though, the the other issue with this is that the Bears kind of compounded Roquan's lack of run fitting by signing Nicholas Morrow, who's very much the same as Roquan, can't stop the run. So now not only do they have one guy who plays like that, they have two. So I miss you, uh, Nick Wickowski and Kevin Pierre-Lewis. <laughs> I mean, that – I don't know. I think I've kind of said it all offseason that that was my biggest worry with this team is that – Linebacking core and D line is just not fit to stop the run, especially when you come in with a 
team like that who has two great running backs, good luck. I mean, now they, they did hunker down. They only gave up three points in the second half. You know, a lot of that was game flow and stuff as well. But, you know, credit to the, the Bears for making some adjustments there. Uh, I mean, you said it, Joe. We just kind of got our butts kicked. So it makes uh, me it, it, it makes me worried when you look at the other two teams in the division that you haven't yet played, and the Vikings and Dalvin Cook and the Lions and DeAndre Swift. And I've always thought, well, if you put the if you put the ball in Kirk Cousins' hands, if you put the ball in in Jared Goff's hands, you give your, your defense a great chance. But but shoot, if I'm the other offensive coordinators in the division, I'm hammering the run game until the Bears can stop it. And it doesn't look like the Bears had any of the of the horses to stop the run. I don't think the Vikings have that offensive line. The Lions do. But my argument to that then is. Put eight men in the box and make them quarterbacks beat you. I mean, you can't do that with Rodgers, but you right. can do it to golf. Do we? I mean, the, the Lions' offense is actually good. I just my thing about the Lions, I think their defense stinks. So, I think you could match whatever they score on offense, but that's a different story. Um, to your point, though, Joe. I mean, we did the same thing to Green Bay with what they did to us. We averaged almost nine yards a carry with Montgomery and Herbert. I mean, when Tevin Jenkins was in the damn game. Tevin Jenkins was was mauling dudes. It's insane how they keep her. I don't. I just don't get why they have this weird fixation with Lucas Patrick. I get they want to get him reps, but just either wait till he's healthy or or put him somewhere else. Because I think it's hilarious how much we're tr- trashing this dude when before he ever saw the field, he was the best offensive lineman we had. I mean, not not us specifically, but Bears fans in general. We're Are you talking about Jenkins? No, Patrick. 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 Yeah. Everybody I mean, was I think, like stoked he, to get Patrick and thought he'd be a better guard than center, actually. And now he's not. I mean, right. and maybe I mean maybe I'm taking it wrong. Are you speaking like has he been bad or do you think Jenkins has just been better? I think Jenkins has been the Bears best lineman, at least in run blocking. I mean, I sure but between those guys, would you give Patrick a bad grade as overall, or do you think Jenkins has just been the better player? I think like Patrick if, is a better pass blocker for sure. I think you, I think I could see that. So I don't know. I don't. I don't think Patrick has been bad. To answer your question, okay. I I think I don't think Mustafer has been bad either. But there has, you know, I saw him got absolutely mauled a few times last game. I don't know. The Bears definitely have something with the run game, but it's frustrating because we don't care about the run game. We don't really care about how many wins we get this year. We want to see Justin Fields' development. So it's like, yeah, okay, great. We have a good run game. Could win us six games this year. But do we have a quarterback? What are you guys saying? I'm starting to get worried. I was... I don't know. All time confident that there is no way Fields will be bad. Now the seeds of doubt are creeping in my head. Well, you can't let that happen with, with, the, with two games into a new offense. I'm not, not full on panic, but I think there is definitely a reason for some concern. Well, I'm still in the patient boat uh, because we're still learning the offense. And, you know, we've talked about it all offseason. 
who are the wide receivers that'll step up. And yes, you look at the film and you can see, ooh, this guy's open. Ooh, that guy got open. And Field just didn't pull the trigger for whatever reason. I'm not sure if it was a confidence issue or a lack of vision issue or or what it is quite yet. Uh, I, I don't know. The interception at the end of the game to Jair Alexander is kind of a bad interception, but I also kind of was like, "Fuck it!" At the end of the game, at the at that time, yeah, I mean, game. I, I don't even really care about that. It's just, I don't know. I, I'll 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 stick my neck out. I am very concerned. Yeah, I'm. He just looks. He looks like he looks so uncomfortable in the pocket, specifically. Even like okay. We got him the rollout. He had nobody near him, and he just he took one shot. Chucked yeah. it, and it was like it looked like a Trubisky throw. It looked like he was four, like fifteen yards past the guy. Like there was no accuracy on it. Didn't give him a fighting chance to make the play. Just hooked it like we were playing three flies up. Like I could have made that fucking throw. Maybe not as far, but Jesus, dude, like that was not good at all. And we've seen him make some great downfield throws. And I don't understand why it's so – why it looks so shitty. Um, and I'm hoping that it's, you know, just that the offensive changeover is going to take a while. We're, take, we're, we're, take, we're doing a lot of things at the same time. They changed, changed his mechanics. They changed his footwork. And it's a new offense, new coaching staff. All, almost all new weapons. So I'm like I've told you, Luke, privately multiple times. I want to give it until at least week six before I completely judge it. But right now, it looks bad. He looks bad. Would have helped yeah. if your boy Komet would have caught a pass that hit him in the fucking hands. That was one fucking pa- ooh whoop de do like ten percent of the fucking throws. Whoop, big deal. Mooney's Mooney's gotten two targets in fucking th- in two weeks. Mooney can't get open. Okay, it would help if Darnell Mooney could get open, being the you know de facto number one. Yeah, he ain't no number one. I'll tell you that. Well, plenty of he people, is, plenty he, of he good. Is, he looks like the Bears' best receiver right now. Yeah, plenty of plenty of good receivers this week got hit in the hands and dropped it. I'll tell Did you, you what, watch he, that Vikings game? Good God, dude! They couldn't oh. catch a they couldn't catch a cold. Holy shit! That. They are – that's a mental thing going back to Philly for them, I think. There was no way they were going there and winning after getting embarrassed in that championship game by Foles. They 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 could not catch shit. Like, they had so many passes dropped. I, I have Cousins as a fantasy quarterback in, like, the last round of the draft, and I was – They should have had two more touchdowns. I mean, yeah. Irv Smith dropped one, and oh my God. Jefferson was running the wrong route. It was like – Ram, ran behind, you know, one of the best corners in the league. That that was smart. Um, but anyway, back to our Fields conversation, Chris. I I mean, I I agree with you. He doesn't look good. Um, and there's something I talked to you about. Was I don't. They need to get him in a rhythm. To me, it's it sounds like a stupid excuse, but they I feel like they're not giving him any easy throws. It was like mm-hmm. in that first drive when they were running. The first pass play they ran was that flea flicker, like a 30-yard pass. So I was like, okay, interesting. You're running, you're doing all this, but like your first pass is downfield for third, like a home run ball. Right. Where's 
I mean, where's the quick slants? Where's the underneath routes and stuff? Like, I feel like we don't, at least I haven't seen it. And it's stuff we got mad at Nagy for doing too much, but it's like, okay, well, you need some of that in your offense. And for me, I don't, I think they need to simplify fields to two reads and run. Like, I don't, I feel like he doesn't utilize his legs properly for how athletic he is. Like, take a three-step drop. If your read's not there, just fucking run. What he does is he takes a three-step drop, holds it for three and a half seconds, runs, collapses the pocket on himself, and then runs into the back of his guy and gets sacked for eight-yard loss. Or he runs straight sideways and somewhat backwards because that's that's what I mean. So athletic. Oh, like, yeah. Like when I was just watching the the Texans game, what they do for Davis, like Davis Mills gets rid of the ball so fast, but they don't run anything crazy. Like they're running the easiest routes and it's just one, two, three, throw, run, check down, whatever. I don't know. I feel like every play they're trying to make a home run ball for fields. It's just, they need to get him going first before. I, agree. I completely agree. I completely agree with the, so uh, that, that falls on Getsy, which I don't. And, and again, we talk about rolling him out. I counted three rollouts, two rollouts total. They had last game. One on the misplay you counted, and then the touchdown run he had were the only two rollouts he had all game. And then he had the air guitar fake where he tried to, where Preston Smith just read the play the whole way. But they weren't rolling him out, which is what he does best. I mean, I feel like when you're running that well, you should be rolling out almost half his pass plays should be rollouts. It's upsetting. All the good vibes that I felt after week one, I, I feel bad after week two. I mean, I don't feel bad. I mean, it sucks to lose to the Packers. They were in that game kind of more than I thought. They they could have lost by a shit ton, a shit ton more. Uh, the 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 running game was very disheartening. Um. Kyler Gordon getting worked like a rookie was pretty oh. disappointing, but it's going to happen. We'll see how he bounces back. That's what they, I mean. That's what's that's what this season is about for me. Is how are guys going to learn from what happened and bounce back? And yes, it, it is Fields' development, but like others have said, man, you got to do things to know where you're at at the end of the, if we get to the end of this year and they're still like, I don't know about fields because we only threw it 11 times a game. Whew. That's not going to be good. That's not going to be good on the, I mean, I think that's a good kind of point about Kyler Gordon as well. If you remember last year, the Packers, when they moved Adams to the slot, they absolutely abused Jalen Johnson there. And it was like, mm -hmm. okay, he can't play slot. So you move him around and maybe you figure out, yeah, Kyler Gordon's a great player, but maybe he's better suited outside. Because when he was outside, I think he played a lot better. When he was inside, he had a lot of trouble. Well, some, somebody brought it up on Twitter. Like, maybe they're just doing too much for him. He's a rookie. I, they definitely are. I mean, one, they, one, they, one they, position, <laughs> you know, do one position at a time, you know. Not, not like only what, that, they, they have him, they kind of have him in the box a lot, too. Almost has like a third linebacker. Like, he's, he's like a bad man against the run. It's like. Yeah, there's way too much on his plate. I think I think it's kind of obvious. Uh, I don't know. I think the defense – I'm not worried about the defense. I think they'll be fine. They need to clean up their tackling, but oh, – That's something I did not think I'd see against 
or from a get from a, a an Eberflus team is just not tackling like they have been. Surprisingly, I feel like the guy that was one of their better tacklers was Eddie Jackson. I feel right. like right, right. He got challenged and got told. Uh, Jalen Johnson keeps trying to like shoulder check people. I mean, Christian Watson yeah. pretty much ran him over. I I don't they they ruled that a catch against him. I don't know how that was credited to Jalen Johnson, but. It was a he thrown doesn't. behind. Wasn't it thrown behind the line? I mean, that's it was like anything those... thrown behind the line or or within a yard of the line should not be counted against a, any a defensive yeah. player. Well, anyway, that was his only target or his only reception given up all year. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, do they? I mean, I guess they don't want to move Vildor back to the slot or never really have, and then they got rid of Thomas Graham or let him get get gone. Uh, Duke Shelley got cut, so now they're down to like that. I un- think they un- cut Tavin Young too. Tavin Young, yeah, he got. I think he got released. That other guy. Uh, now they what? Are, what are they down to? That like Jay, Jay the other Johnson, Jalen Johnson, or J- whatever the uh, other Lamar kid's Jackson. Name. Lamar Jackson. No, no, there's another one. What's there's that another... other kid's name? Uh, Was it Caleb Johnson that got cut? No. One second. Currently, the Bears' depth chart stands. Jalen Jones. Jalen Jones is the guy I'm thinking of. He he not he's not good. Or I mean, I guess Josh Blackwell, but I don't think he plays slot. Or Lamar Jackson, like you said, Luke. Vildor is listed as a as a nickelback on on one of these sites, but I don't think he is. I don't, I don't understand some of the defensive line rotations. I mean, Armin Watts only had had less than forty percent of snaps again. I didn't see Dominique Robinson that much this game. No, Dom, let's see here. I just had snap count up. Give me a second. Uh, Dominique Robinson had yeah, twenty one snaps, thirty one percent of the snaps. Travis Gibson was playing pretty well. He only had thirty four percent of the snaps. It was Vild- yeah. it was Quinn and uh, Muhammad. I, I think Muhammad. I think Muhammad's been not great since he's been here. I feel like he doesn't get pressure. I feel like he's okay against the run, but he just doesn't he doesn't get very good pressure. I haven't really I would, paid attention to how he sets the edge though. I would like to see them keep giving Gibson and Robinson reps. Yeah, I, I, whenever I, Gibson I, plays, I, he I feel like he makes a play. I just just keep that guy on a damn field. I agree. Him and Robinson should rotate and and give get them both on the field and give give uh, Quinn a, a drive off. You know, I don't know if you guys saw, but Albert Breer said that his player most likely be traded this year is Robert Quinn. So take that for whatever it's worth. Trade it, but trade him for a third round pick and let's. Thank you. Third round pick at the deadline. Keep the tank no going. Way. Goodbye. No way. There's no way they get a third round pick for that guy. If he, I think if he racks up seven, eight sacks, definitely get a third. I mean, I'm always wrong on trade value, so don't listen to me. They'll probably get a fucking first for him. What do I know? Don't listen to me. I'm, I'm just some asshole on a podcast. I was just, I was just being hopeful. Third is probably way too high, but being hopeful. I, I think a desperate Super Bowl contender would definitely give that to you if they have an injury. Putting it out know. there into the ether. All right, boys. So, uh, any other, any other, 
Any other dead horses we want to beat on this Packers game? The only thing I really like just this week is a get right week to me. They need to fix the offense. We need to see immediate improvement out of fields. And Getsy needs to just let him throw the ball, I think, going into this. I mean, just they go hand in hand, I think, last week's game and this one coming up. I feel like like the offense isn't like the running game isn't running off of or the passing game isn't running off of the running game. It's like the running game that that's that's working well is under shotgun and stretching and letting Jones Jones Jesus Montgomery and Herbert find lanes cut back and then the passing game off of that is shotgun and fucking play action out of shotgun. That's to me that doesn't make sense. I would think you would want to stay under center and either do a, a three to five, seven dr- straight drop back to straight drop back pass or play action off of that zone run that they ran. Like I just, just looks like two completely different offenses to me. Yeah. Like the drive where they march 12 plays down the field, they don't throw it one time. And then the next drive, it's like all shotgun and, and doing other weird shit. And I'm not saying you can't mix those plays in, but it seems like that was, like I literally feel like it's two completely different offenses, and that doesn't look like the same thing going on. I, I don't know. What do you guys think about that? I mean, I agree with you. It's just I don't, like I said, I don't fully understand what they're trying to accomplish in the past game. It just doesn't real fully compute to me that they're not. Just like where are the layup throws? Where where are these easy like? I feel like like you're saying, Chris, easy passes off the run game should be there first before you start trying to beat them deep. Well, like you said, Lucas, with the, like the Packers offense is like, where are these slants? Where are the, you know, where are the floods? Where are like Mooney runs fast, let him run fast horizontally across the field and lose his guy in the well, muck. You know, that's the other thing is like, is like the only force play to Mooney is that stupid orbition that the Packers do. And you knew exactly the, where the ball was going. Like, the one play that that was an easy throw, everyone and their grandma knew was going right to Mooney on that stupid bubble screen that the Packers sniffed out immediately. Well, so they, should, they should fake that and run it backside to it, either Montgomery or Komet well, or something. Yeah, run a different screen. That's, that's what I mean. Right. This week, I mean, you know, I don't know. Like I said, it's a get right week. The Texans don't really have a pass rush. Just let five protect. Put commit in put it, let him run routes if fields is under pressure let him evade it himself and figure it out just stop with this six man protection let these guys loose a little bit this week if, Joe what were you saying man we, we kind of steamrolled no no you're fine but but like you talk about the, the uh the, the play that the play that Preston Smith sniffed out really well you had a flood coming across from right to left and you had almost everybody breaking open but dan preston smith was right in justin fields face talk about the guitar fake yeah and and, and exactly what you were saying chris as far as the offenses look like the philosophies look way too different from hey we're running the ball we're under center we're pounding you we're getting out wide zones and things like that and then all right now we're in shotgun we're going to try to throw the ball there's not really like this mesh in my opinion of what we're doing so far. And maybe that's going to come. Hopefully it's going to come. Maybe it's going to come a little later as uh, 
as you keep getting plays on tape. But you got to be, I mean, got to be running plays. You got you got to be finding some sort of offensive continuity. Did I see that we did we run forty six offensive plays? Is that what I saw? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Right, and the I'm pretty sure the stat that I saw was that. Uh, the Dolphins and another team, one of the teams that had a, a big comeback this past week, ran like 40-something plays in the second halves of their game. Like, yeah. we're, you, we're not running enough plays to get to, – to put continuity, to mix concepts up, to like me- mold it all together. And so you kind of just got to boil it down to what's working and, until you can get to the point where, okay, we're moving the football at a consistent rate and we're running plays and now we can kind of – mix some things up against the defense. Well, Jim, well, like, I, I was just going to say, it goes back to my point of like, where are these easy passes? Like you can't just go three, three and out three times in a row. Like maybe if you throw a five yard out four times in a row, maybe if you throw a five yard out or something simple, a guy breaks, it gets a first down. You just hit a few of those. It sets up other plays. But when you're run, run, play action and trying to huck it deep, what is that accomplishing? It's like, it's obvious when they're passing, and obvious when they're running and teams, frankly, once you get ahead, they don't care. They're going to just let you run on them. You're not going to come back doing that. So they could have, I mean, they still had enough time. There was still over, there was still about 10 minutes left when the fields didn't get that touchdown. But I mean, you're right, Luke. I mean, you have a good point. And, And honestly, like, you know, kind of mixing what you guys both just said, Joe, you can't, you can't run more than 45 plays if you're getting four straight three and outs, you know, and your defense can't stop shit. They just, there's just not enough time in the game. Um, and I don't really mind the, the balance or lack thereof. If the, if the passing game is feeding off of the running game, like, you know, your drives look completely fucking different. And so do run it, you know, 12 times in a fucking drive. But throw it three times, you know, or run it nine times and throw it three times. I don't care. Just mix it in a little bit, but make it look the same. Like the reason the Rams offense looks so good is because everything looks the fucking same. Everything looks identical. They line up in that jam little fucking four wide receiver look, and they run 700 different plays out of that one set. Like our, we have like six or ten different sets, and we're running – different plays each time. And I don't even care if you want to run different sets and run the same play types. It doesn't look the same. It looks like a fucking shit show every time. And I, maybe I, maybe I'm talking out of my ass and I, and I didn't, I haven't really watched it that much, but to me it looks completely like, like you're doing two different things and trying to make it work together. uh, And it's never going to work that way. But that's just my, you know, high school level football take. I mean, I agree with you. And I think we really saw that take effect basically after the bears opening scoring drive. I mean, that second drive, they came out and tried to run these weird pass. Like they should have came out running the ball hard again. And then built, like you said, build off of that, but they came out with shotgun trying to throw three times. And it was like, make them stop you. Make you them literally stop. Just, you just yes. abandoned what was working. And yeah, just, just make them stop you. Like, I, I never thought I'd see Getsy just abandon the run like that. Make Especially after week one. Dude, they took Mon- Montgomery, didn't get a touch after that first drive for like 
three or four more drives. He, yeah, he was by far the best offensive player. I mean, 122 and a touch, and like half of that came up, and that was only 15 touches. Dude, they ran the ball in third and 20, and he got a first down. No, that was second and 20. Either way, it doesn't matter. He got a first down on, yeah, on a, on just a monster run. Like, what? Like, I think it was Walter Payton or Jarrett Payton that was like, saying he mixed every type of move a running back has into one play. Like he stiff armed, he juked, he jump stepped, he spun. Like it was, and it was fluid as fuck. Like he's, he's incredible. It's unfortunate. He's not, I wish he was like two tenths of a second faster and he would just be like an all time running back. He's so fun to watch when he, I mean, he is the offensive hits Hits philosophy in a in a in a nutshell. He I runs so so hard. Be a captain. I yeah, love he's, he's fun. I like him a lot. And I wish they would. I wish they would get him the ball in space more as well. Again, that goes back easy passes. Why, yep. why don't we ever throw a Texas route to our running back? Go yep. play action. Let him run, run up the middle and just give him a little or a little wheel route up the sideline. Like clear out, clear that clear that flood out and throw throw weak side to to moon or to Montgomery. I just <laughs> I like my chances with with Montgomery versus corner one on one. I like him versus a linebacker in space. He'll juke a linebacker out of his shoes or run a yeah. safety over. He made he made Savage and Amos look stupid in one play. And those are both good good safeties. Amos you know? suck. Let's uh let's bury this game in the past huh? let's, let's talk about the Texans here. I think the Texans are basically the Bears of the AFC. Love it. I think the Bears have a lot more talent than them, but it's going to be similar type coaching. They're just going to they're just going to try and grind you out, make you make a mistake, and win the game. Are the Bears going to cheer for Lovey when he, when they introduce him? They should. They should. You're right. Check this out, Luke. Both the Bears and the Texans are averaging 14.5 points a game. Both the Bears and the Texans, well, the, excuse me, the Texans are allowing 18 points a game, whereas the Bears are allowing 18.5 points per game. <laughs> you talk about being the Bears of the, of the AFC. Houston is averaging 287 per game in two games, and the Bears at 235. Now, granted, these are just two-game stats. But they are right in line with one another. Uh, so, interesting for sure. You're going to have so to – go ahead. I was just going to say, let's let's peel it back here. So, they kind of beat the piss out of the Colts week one. But the Colts are also not as good as anyone thinks. I think the Colts are actually bad. The Colts are a bad team. And they blew a huge lead. They were up 23 nothing, and they ended up tying. They lost their best. They lost their best coach. Um, and then last week they played the Broncos tough for a while, and ended up losing that game in a close one. But like I said, I just watched that game, and the Broncos really just let them hang around. They should have demolished them. Uh, <laughs> they don't have much of a pass rush. Um, their secondary is pretty good. I mean, they have Stigley, but. He got picked on a little bit last week. They kind of targeted him like the Packers targeted Gordon. He had a few penalties, got beat a few times. And uh, 
I don't know. They just play this generous Tampa two where their linebackers were all three three drop back in coverage. And uh they give you the underneath all day. It should be a huge Cole Komet game in theory. The Bears should be running a ton of floods. They should be running a lot of just short underneath stuff, quick three step drop, get the ball out of your hands, Mooney in space. We'll see if they actually do that, but this is this is definitely a week to get the quick passing game going. Much like the Bears, they're they're going to be bend but don't break. So they'll give you all that stuff underneath, and they're susceptible to the run too. You got to get after Davis Mills when you when you get them into third and passing situations. The thing I I noticed about Mills just watching that is he gets the ball out quick. He gets he makes his decision fast, and he he's actually surprisingly athletic. He will run a little bit if he sees a lane, and he's not terribly slow, but. uh He's just the, a very fast decision maker. So I don't know if he's really the guy you'll sack a bunch of times, but he's definitely the type of guy that's, I mean, keep keep it all in front of you. Don't let him beat you deep and you'll be fine. I don't know. I, mean, I think should... this is, I think the Bears in theory at home coming off that loss, they, I think they should beat the piss out of the Texans. I agree. I agree. You got, you stick uh, Jalen Johnson on Brandon Cooks. And He's he their only pretty, player. Right, right. And he should be pretty much fine across the board in the passing game. You just got to decide. You just got to rope one. You have to make the decision that you're going to fucking man up and play the run. Yeah, no, I mean, this is, this, is re- this is really a week where outside of Cooks, they don't have many weapons. I mean – in theory, Eberflus could play a really aggressive style and actually put, you know, seven or eight in the box all game and just dare them to throw it. And trust that Jalen and Eddie and Brisker will make a play on the backside. How long until we see our Wisconsin man Jack Sanborn if these linebackers still, still suck this? I don't think they would bench Roquan. I think they would move Roquan to Mike before they move. I don't know. I think they would move Roquan to Mike before they sub him out. They made the duty captain. There's no way they'll bench him. I'm not talking really bench him, but I mean, I just think that is Sanborn the type of linebacker that can that can be a thumper because that's what you yeah. that's what you're missing right now. Put him at Mike instead of Morrow. Sure, sure. What Go do you out guys there and get, get, get Rodrigo from uh, from 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 Detroit. What do you guys make of this Texans game? I don't know if I'm. I don't know if you guys are higher than on them than I am. You know, I know no. they'll play it tough, but I just think they stink. There's no way you should lose this game. I mean, maybe I've got my Bears orange glasses on, but there's no way you should lose this game. If you're the team that you think you are, you have to beat the bad teams. You have to. Okay, you lost to the Packers, and maybe it just hurts a lot bit more that because they're a good squad, you know, that they're our rival. But, you know, we weren't supposed to beat them. We weren't. Uh, I think the three of us are just pissed because of the way we lost. But you weren't supposed to win that game. This is the game you're supposed to win. 
you're, you're favored for the first time uh, this year for the people in the desert. You're favored. You're playing at home. You're coming off a loss. You've played. You've done some good things through two weeks, but obviously last week just wasn't good enough. Okay, you you, you bring in Lovey Smith's one team, and you can't let this team get out of Chicago with a win. You have to beat them. And you can beat them. It's not it's not asking a lot to beat them, to me. Bro? You think, Chris? I don't hate the Texans. I don't hate Lovey. I think they, they had a good oh, defense man. last year. Um, I think that um, they have some – some guy like I see Davis Davis Mills, you know, allowed them to move on from Watson. I don't think, I mean, I think they probably were anyway, but I think Mills made it a lot more comfortable. I mean, he's not, he's not terrible. Uh, Brandon cooks is dangerous. Um, they don't have a whole lot else. I mean, they got the, that rookie running back Damian Pierce and they got Rex Burkhead back there, but yeah, I just, um, you should definitely beat this team. If you know, Joe, you said if you're the team you think you are, which I think it's more in line of if this is the team that any Bears fans think they are, whether that's over under six and a half wins, this is a team you have to get one of those wins against, right? Um, beating bad teams, like you said, teams that you think are worse than you are. Um, you know, as far as like uh, power rankings and things like that go, I'm going to check where these two teams are because, you know, the Bears should be top 10. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think the Texans not. might be 31 or 32. So bears are 25th previous rank 32 so that's actually uh it's not bad lions 25 cowboys 27 texans 28. um yeah they should beat this team they should you know especially we're at we're at home right yeah mm -hmm. got the blue jerseys which is i don't care what you say it's the best jersey there is um I don't see why they don't win this game. I mean, it's a it's a forty and a half over under for all you uh, gambling fools out there. Uh, 18, 18 each. Joe is 36, 36 and a half, 37. Man, Bears need a, a like like Lucas said, like a show show out game on offense. Something positive needs to happen. Commit. I know. If you don't the turn the ball over and you chuck it underneath and you run the ball well and you take a couple of shots deep, you don't have to ask too much from Justin Fields to keep the offense rolling. To much to y'all's point earlier in the podcast, you just got to ask him to do what he can to hit a six yard pass, to hit a five yard slant, keep the chains moving, and 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 really play consistent offense. That's what I mean. That and just. If it's not there after a couple seconds, just run like I did. So, so it's been two weeks, you know, and and it's hard to judge these guys much off of off the things we've seen. Um, Byron Pringle, do you guys think that he is still 
kind of getting in like similar to Lucas Patrick getting into game shape because he's only out there for 30 he was 17 percent of snaps in week one 34 percent in week two so doubled his snap count uh ESB is the clear two at 76 and 71 percent I thought ESB had a couple of great plays great block like that block he threw on one of Montgomery's first runs obviously he had the uh curl route gone go where he threw his hands up and and you know fields didn't see him or whatever uh you know looking back at some of the comments from like Adam John said he he missed him and they talked to ESB about it and he said that that there that is by design they call it a mailbox play like basically throw your hands up throw it to like a flag you know like a mailbox flag and uh he said that was the very first time in all of training camp otas that at, at all that this had happened so we're gonna let that one pass uh but he did get wide the fuck open you know he did beat his guy so i i don't hate St. Brown. I mean, it's not like he's looked stupid. He hasn't dropped a lot of. He's been the Bears' best receiver so far. Right. right. So, uh, Pringle. Can I give my guess on Pringle. I think I think Fields trusts him a lot too. Agreed. Yeah, they have a, like they, especially on that that comeback flea flicker. Like ESB was wasn't the first read. It was Mooney who ended mm-hmm. up being open, but he was looking at ESB the whole time, and he he knew right on his break he just threw it. Well, ESB is a delicious beer, so we're going to call him Extra Special Brown now. Um, so, my, my guess on Pringle, Pringle. Bad, bad practice player. Lazy. I don't think they've thrown – I don't think they've run enough pass plays for me to even comment on really anyone outside of ESB. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of in the same boat as Luke. And this is kind of for me, this is week three – for both Patrick and Pringle, you've had your time to get ready. Uh, you know, Michael Gus, we've had him on the show, you know, three three times now. If you don't follow him on Twitter, you should. Breaks down the game after every game. Uh, he's talked about how Mustafer has been fine this year. Um, Mustafer has actually gotten bigger. He's gotten stronger. He's playing with more of an attitude. Uh, you know, he's not letting himself get pushed around as much. So Lucas Patrick, man, he could be the odd man out here if he if if they decide Jenkins is is the full time good because you can't keep fucking doing this. If this isn't to like gear Patrick up to start at center, then there's no reason to continue this rotation shit after two weeks. I mean, it, it, enough is enough. And then for Pringle, you know, you're you better be in shape now and. And Joe, if you're right, and he's a bad practice player, that's not going to fly on this roster. We already if, know that. I don't know. I just these these coaches aren't dumb, you know. They they realize they need to throw the ball more and, and do all the things we're talking about, or at least I hope they understand that. And if they don't, God help us. Okay. I think this Sunday is going to be different. I don't know. I just have a feeling we're going to beat the piss out of the Texans. I have a feeling Eberflus is. Gonna lay into him this week. Say what you will about Fields. I feel like the guy always bounces back well after a bad performance. I, every time he play, he has a bad game. He always comes back and plays really well. I don't know. I, I have a feeling we're gonna just beat the absolute piss out of the Texans. Call me Homer. Call me what you will. I haven't picked the Bears to win yet, but 
I just have a feeling we are going to to fucking dominate them on Sunday. Eight. Dominate. Twenty-eight to thirteen. Twenty-eight to thirteen. Are we doing this already? We're we're here. Uh, I mean, I don't know. That's just yeah, I'm responding to Lucas. We're going to dominate. I mean, we, I, we, I'm we just five just talking about the, the Packers, and we spent fifteen minutes on the on the upcoming game. That's fine. I don't care. Like I said, I don't mind a bad split. Run the ball thirty-six times and throw it fifteen times. I don't care. Just make it look the same. Make me feel like I'm. You guys. You guys think they'll they'll come out firing right away? Do you think they'll no. dial one up right away? They need to fucking run the ball right away, and then dial one up. They need, they to, need to dial some short Demo. ones up. Ride Demo, and then dial up some QB runs too. Like why design some QB runs for Fields up the damn? How about not on a shotgun and fourth and goal from the from the one though? Like I have we like I know that there's a hard distinction between play action pass and rpo but i don't see fields in pistol much and them running rpo right. am i tripping no they don't they haven't done it much yet so yeah. the other thing is like i'd love to see some triple option essentially where fields can hand it off run it himself or throw it like an easy dump off pass you know like yeah make the defender make a decision and if he chooses to stay with the receiver fields can run if he chooses to come down on fields he throws it over his head and whoever is off and running run run that fucking i want to see outside zone five times in a row and then like three times in a row i want to see some sort of you know play action fields roll out and either he takes off or there's a flood on his side or he's chucking it deep i want to that's the only two like designs i even want to see they, they need up. to run to your point, they should they need to run more read option off the outside zone. Our fields rides rides the mesh point with Montgomery makes a decision. You got the line all moving one way. Fields tucks him and runs some of those times to keep the defense on their heels. Well, and like kind of like I like Michael was saying off of his thread that we talked about when they've had to keep six and six and a half guys, seven guys into block. There's only so much they can do with route combinations. Right, the other two two, three guys that can run a route. But but we've ha- faced two very good pass rushes, yeah, two very good defenses. So That's what I'm saying. This week there's no there's no real threat of a pass rush. Right. Leave it five on five, see what happens, and get command on routes. And like I said, the whole, those five-yard underneath routes, they're going to give you those all day. All day. All day, baby. Bend but don't break. I don't know. I, I think we can – I think we can do some damage this week. I hope so. I really do. Hit those, hit those cover two seams, Justin. He's going to be running cover two. I don't know. Do you guys see a big bounce back game from Fields? Yes, but I'm a believer. No. Just like I was in the last quarterback. You don't think so, Chris? No. D- define, define that for me. Seven uh, touchdowns. Five no. Down. Do you think he'll throw for over 200 yards this game? No. I do. But I think he'll be efficient. I think we'll move the football. I think that's – I I would not define that as a big bounce-back game, but I think that that is very much accomplishable, yeah. I think he should throw for 250 and two touchdowns, and Montgomery should have 150 and a touchdown, 400 total yards, and – Three touchdowns. That's a that's a bounce back game. Yeah. Four hundred total yards. I don't even know how many yeah. times we did that under Nagy. 
400 total yards. Ooh, Dude, that's a lot. Is that it? is a lot of yards. Uh, it feels that feels like feels like standard. Teams. Feels uh, like standard teams. NFL game. Yeah, for most teams, say, not for the Bears. Yeah, I was gonna say I was feeling like right in the 183, 188 passing range. Uh, but two two touchdowns. I just feel like he's gonna move the football. Like Lucas said, we're gonna move it down the field. Take what the defense gives you. Well, you, you know the old coach Saban. You can't go broke taking a profit. Take the four yards. Take the six yards. Take, we will. You know, this will be. I think Mooney will have a good game, though. I do think they'll connect on a deep one. I think he'll get. I think he'll get Stigley deep. I can't. I can't. I can't buy into anything. Like he, I. Like I said, he should. Like two touchdowns doesn't feel that hard to me. They've had two touchdowns in the first game. It's the yardage that's going to be the complication. I don't know. I think they're going to make a concerted effort to pass more this game. Way more. All right. I, think I mean, they've said, they've said it, and I think you would have seen that out of Nagy, but I don't know if you'll see that out of Ibrahim and Getzi. I don't think they're going to be that kind of coaching staff, coaching staff. Like just like a show me so just coaching staff, like oh, just do what the media says or do like what we said we needed to do more of. That just doesn't feel like them. I mean, yeah, but I don't know. I think they probably also realized that throwing whatever it was dropping back 15 times. It's just not good. Not good. No, no. And then they can, it can still be both. Like, I just, like, I just don't think we'll see, like, let's say they're running it 70% of the time and they're throwing it 30% of the time. I could see like a 60, 40 or a, or a 55, 45, but I don't think we'll see like a, a swing the other way where it's 60% passing and 40%. Oh, no. I don't think that. I think they'll at least get Fields 20. I'm going to say they'll at least get him 25 passes this game, though. How many total plays would you say? What do you think the average NFL offense runs? I think it's like 60 is what people were saying, generally 60 to 65. All right, so middle of the pack is 63. That's 15. Uh, number one is Cincinnati at 80. Number two is the Jets at 73. Bottom of the barrel. Who do you think is bottom of the barrel? Bears. Bears. No. Houston. Nope. No, Houston's middle of the pack. They're 63. Bears are 31st at 48 and a half, and Seattle is 48. Makes sense. Fucking Baltimore is 53 and a half, though, and they win. They just get yeah. huge plays or lots and lots and lots I, of runs. I was going to say they have they have big play merchants all over. Kansas City is only 23rd at 60, but, again, they win They win big plays. They have huge plays, so they don't need a lot of plays. Who would your model – like, what would your model be? What team would you mod- Yeah, the would Bills. Wanna- well, I'm not. I'm st- like, don't pipe dream this. I'm saying with the talent we have, like, <laughs> what, what what could we be? Green Bay. Green Bay. I I don't Green disagree. Bay. Yeah, that's about the same level of weapons overall. I would say. I don't. Two good think- running backs, decent receivers, not great. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, the quarterback is not a Hall of Famer. 
But you have yeah, the units, I guess. Yeah. I would say yet, but man, I'm oof, oof, man. God, you really are jumping off the wagon. I'm not off the wagon, man. I'm just a lot more cautious, dude. You're just looking out the. You're just looking out the back of the wagon, looking, waiting. Can I jump here? Is it safe? Pretty <laughs> sure. I'm pretty sure I wasn't the one who put Bryce Bryce Young in the chat. You're right. You aren't. Not me either. Let that record be known. Just Why be upset about it? Just more. I'm just more cautious, brother. I just like I was so defensive of Trubisky for a while, and not like me. Like I, I like now. I just blame everybody immediately. It's everybody's fault. Getsy sucks. Fucking Iberflus can't run a team. Fucking field sucks. Like everybody sucks, dude. Until proven otherwise. Buckle up and ride with us. Seeing seeing Jalen Hurts gives me a lot of hope for Fields. Did so you see Dan? Do. Did you see Dan Durkin's fun fun with numbers tweet today? Yeah, how Allen and Fields had the same numbers in their first thirteen games, basically. Well, yeah, except Josh threw like fifty more times, but that's beside the point. But yeah, essentially. Yeah, we'll see. I mean. All right. The physical part of the game is there. It's the mental aspect, which is almost like deja vu because that's what Trubisky struggled with as well. Did you say homos like deja vu? What? I said, <laughs> I said the mental aspect of it is what Trubisky struggled with as well. Oh. All right, Joe. Uh, you, you said what? 28-13? Yeah, why not? Homer. said 24-14, Bears. 24-14? That puts us on the under. Bears are favored by three with a total. What did you say it was? 40 and a half? 40 and Cover. a half. So. Bears are favored by three. So that's 20, like basically 25, 22, 20. No, that's not right. It's like 21. 18. All right. I'll go 24 17 Bears. You heard it here first. Bears victory. We guarantee it. Pull your money back. I'm putting the stamp on it. That's a guarantee. Follow the podcast. Listen, rate, review, Apple, Spotify, YouTube. Listen to us yell at everybody. Fuck this shit. Sing it, Joe. Buckle up, Stokeman. The, the, the steel pen wagon is, is, is alive and well. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Make every play clear the way to victory. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Put up a fight with the might so fearlessly. We'll never forget the way you thrill the nation. With your T-formation, bear down, Chicago Bears. And let them know why you're wearing the crown. You're the pride and joy of Illinois, Chicago, Chicago Bears. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones 
who get it done.